Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Today's promos come from True Crime Fan Club and Augie P Short Stories. Lainey is the host of True Crime Fan Club, one of the biggest and one of the best true crime pods out there. Lainey, as I've said before, is a complete legend, but between you and me, I think it's actually her niece Rebecca who's the real brains. Augie is a member of the Odd Audio Network, something I'm also a proud member of. With captivating short stories and film reviews that are of less than stellar nature, the films, not the reviews, Augie will entertain you vastly. Check them out and subscribe with haste. Lainey, Augie, over to you. Hi, I'm Lainey, host of the True Crime Fan Club podcast. If you're a true crime addict like I am, then my show is for you. I'll peel back the curtain and give you a glimpse into the life and crimes of some of the most demented minds. Check out the episode Broken Bonds and listen to a brother reveal a deeply held secret. Or hear about the day that the heavy metal community will never forget in the episode Dimebag. These episodes are just a sample of our catalog, so you have plenty to binge. Just search for True Crime Fan Club Podcast and any podcatcher. You won't want to miss an episode. Hey folks, how's it going? My name is Augie Peterson. I'm a self-published author and host of the short stories of Augie Peterson, the podcast. Once I realized that not everyone has the attention span to sit in front of a screen and read them, I decided to turn my two blogs into a podcast. On Tuesdays, I read some of my original work. That might mean a story, a chapter from my current work in progress, or a contest entry I'm super proud of. I'm a firm believer that happy endings are overrated, so don't expect to find any in my stories. On Thursdays, I review bad horror movies. I peruse Netflix, Amazon Prime, and even Redbox for the worst of the worst, and sarcastically let you in on what I thought of them. If you can't laugh along with me or handle sarcasm, you might want to skip my Thursday episodes. At some point, I even hope to have guests. Right now, you can find me on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. I look forward to creeping you out. See you on the other side. Toodaloo! Engage intro voice. Yeah, it's a new script that I've written called Jungle Book 2, Blue Goes Bananas. Nah, no luck so far. Huh? I really wish you would tell me when you start recording. 
Murthers of all ages, shapes, hairstyles, and music choices. Time to re-engage the choco muscles of plenty as we once again join CK and the Wee Man on a new and exciting journey. On with the pod. Well, hello, my friends. How glad I am to have your ear holes for a wee spell again. I hope you're all happier than people who have managed to get tickets to see Hamilton, the show that finally brings 1700's rap back to the present day. Me and the wee man are just working on a new device here. I had word from two friends of mine, Mackenzie and Oscar, in Australia. What happened was that when I was talking about Yowies in the Big Feats episode, Mackenzie had some questions about them and if they were scary and dangerous to humans. So what I've decided to do is, for the very, very, very rare occasion that any Bigfoot or troll or any other creature may go a little bit silly, me and the kiddo have made an early warning system. What we've done is we'll rig up a machine that is connected to the biorhythms of all creatures, and this can sense a negative shift. And if that happens, it makes this noise. How can I help you? To alert myself and Finn. We then hop on the cryptocycle and stop anything bad from happening. Now, as I've said, the chances of anything bad happening are one in a gazillion. But for peace of mind, for we Mackenzie and others, I figured having it and not needing it was preferable. But now, my Martha friends... Time to tell you about the most recent adventure, the subject of today's episode. It's been suggested to me before this one, but only now have I managed to track down what I needed before I could bring it to you, my smashing Martha's. This episode is about... The Mothman! Righto, time for a wee bit of history about the Mothfella. The story begins in 1966 in a graveyard in Clendenin, West Virginia. It's November. Five gravediggers are preparing a spot for a funeral when all of a sudden... Something that is described as a brown human being leapt from a nearby copse of trees and flew over their heads. When they were asked to describe it, they didn't describe it as a bird, but more like a human with wings. Had it not been for the fact that there have been a multitude of sightings since that day, I would have thought that they were outdoors, it's November, they're probably cold, maybe had a little snifter of whiskey to warm them up, and what they actually saw, with blurry eyes, was a massive owl. However, the sightings have continued. Just a few days after the first sighting, two couples reported to the police that they saw a large, grey-like creature with ten-foot wings and eyes that glowed red when their car headlights shone upon them. These couples scarpered out of there at speed, but the creature flew high above them, following them to an area of town known as the TNT area, as it was home to a factory that had been used for munitions during World War II. There have been a lot of sightings that are supposed to involve the Mothman, but there is a popular theory brought forth by wildlife biologist Dr. Robert L. Smith from West Virginia University. 
the doctor told reporters that descriptions and sightings all fit the Sand Hill Crane. A large American crane, almost as high as a man, with a seven-foot wingspan, featuring circles of reddish colouring around the eyes, and that the bird may have wandered out of its migration route. It's feasible that that is the case, but that's an awful lot of herons going out of their way to play silly blighters. Dr Robert Smith went on to front the British gothic pop punk band The Cure. The other very interesting part that is related to the Mothman is that of the fabled Men in Black. And I say Men in Black with capital letters. Yep, the Men in Black, who are claimed to show up as a form of damage control whenever an unusual occurrence happens, something along the lines of UFO sightings or Mothman goings on. The Men in Black have been described as looking human, but not seeming familiar with very basic human things, such as shaking hands or even getting a fit of the giggles when they see a pen. There's a report of one such man in black taking a pen from a reporter named Mary Heyer, who was the Point Pleasant correspondent for the Athens, Ohio newspaper, The Messenger. She said that an odd little man came in to ask questions about the sightings in the area. This was in January of 67. And at one point she took a phone call and as she did, she saw the man pick up a pen, look at it in amazement, before laughing loudly and then running away with it. These men in black never seem to come across as the cool, heroic types that have been portrayed in the men in black films, but they do dress the part and they are said to have cameras that have an unusually bright flash that they use as a diversionary tactic to escape when they're caught unawares. So I wonder if the men in black actually do play a larger role in the Mothman mystery. So folks, here's my plan. Me and the kiddo are going to take the cryptocycle and head to Clendenin, West Virginia, November 12th, 1966, and stake out the graveyard of the first sighting of... The Mothman. We're nearly ready to go. I've actually made some alterations to the crypto cycle. I noticed from the last trip that there had actually been some damage to the sidecar and the fuel tank. I got in touch with the Anansi to ask if I was doing anything wrong. I hadn't, but it turns out that travelling through space and time comes with risks. Who knew? If any of you know Star Wars then you may know that when the Millennium Falcon makes the jump to hyperspeed, there has to be some very careful calculations made before the jump itself to prevent any surprise collisions with asteroids or the like. So while the chances of asteroid collision or any other kind of collision for me and the wee man is incredibly rare, there is always the risk when you're taken on time and space, mainly from rogue matter that has found its way between dimensions. After chatting with the Anansi, who will be making a bigger appearance in a future episode, he gave me the advice I needed for further protection. It just involved some wood, a chicken, some chanting, and for me to wear a poncho made of velvet. The thing is with the Anansi, likes a good joke, so I'm not actually sure how important the poncho was. And the chicken was only there as company for Finn while I did the work. After a couple of trials, 
it's now time for a first adventure with the newly protected Cryptocycle. We've got our helmets on, the sandwiches are packed. Let's hit the road, folks. We're now surrounded by a bubble, an impenetrable shield that will keep me and the wee man safe. Isn't that right, kiddo? Right, oh folks, here we go! We're here, folks. Now that journey was smoother than a bald man's buffed head. It's just coming to dusk in the graveyard, and we've landed amongst a group of cedar trees. It's not the biggest graveyard I've ever seen, so there shouldn't be a chance that I'll miss the first ever sighting of the Mothman. In fact, as I take in the sights before me, I can actually see the gravediggers. They're about 200 feet away from me, which in meters is... Oh, it's a There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Clear distance. They seem to be wrapping up their work as the light starts to fade from the day. Me and the wee man are about to settle down with some sandwiches. It could be a long few hours of waiting. But wait. What's that? I realised that what I thought was a bird rustling above me is in fact a small voice muttering. Me and Finn slowly raise our heads. Half a sandwich passed halfway twixt mouth and lunchbox. It takes me a minute. I think I can make out what they're saying. You can do this. You're not a caterpillar anymore. You are a moth. A confident moth. You are the moth. Be the moth. Feel the moth. Don't say we when you fly. Don't say we when you fly. Well, what do you know? 
We've only arrived under the tree where the Mothman is waiting. I am intrigued by the self-pep talk, though. We've all heard that the Mothman is this terrifying, red-eyed, seven-foot beast with an imposing windspan. However, as I look up, I can see a Mothman who is at a big push, six feet in height, or actually in length at the moment as he's made himself a wee nest amongst the stronger branches. He's skinny as a rake, I can't see any glowing eyes of any colour, and he seems to be wearing a brown raincoat. There is also no confidence being exuded here. I can smell what I can only describe as teenage boy going on his first date and meeting the parents. Whiff. Finn finally takes a bite out of his sandwich before placing the rest back in the lunchbox for later. We ready ourselves on the bike, awaiting the launch of the teenage mothman, ready to take off in hot pursuit. Report suggested a gigantic leap, a soaring red-eyed beast. I'm really not so sure now, so I'll just keep the engine on idle, just ticking over nicely. I think, I think he's talking again. Okay Bertie, it's now or never. You have to fly the nest, be free. Remember what Sergeant Jinx said, a mothman never shirks. A mothman holds no fear. A mothman does his duty. Right. One, three. One, two, three. Now I know I can't be heard, but I've held my breath as Bertie launched himself from his perch and watched. Oh no. Dead legs! Dead legs! Oh, and he's plummeted face first to the grass. I can only assume that you've been laying there for so long you forgot to move. So here I am, right now, watching the elusive and terrifying Mothman punch life back into his legs. He seems to have regained feeling now. His eyes seem more determined. He's talking again. I think he's giving himself another pep talk. As my dad would say, rub-a-dub-dub, off to the pub. Oh, and he's gone. He's gone, Martha. He's shot straight up around a hundred feet. He's twirling now, so he's facing the ground. Though he's now swooping towards the gravediggers, making a screeching noise. But if you listen very closely, it sounds like... Bertie's swooping low over the heads of the men. Obviously, they're ducking and shouting words that that I cannot repeat on a family podcast. Finn's nudging me. I look over. He's already got his helmet, goggles and scarf at the ready. I get myself sorted and kick the bike into gear, setting off after Bertie to see where it takes us. Speeding past the gravediggers and... Yeah, I think I've just learned a whole new group of words. Yowzers. Finn keeps an eye on Bertie as I navigate over the terrain. While we cannot be seen or heard, I still have to obey the geographical rules. Gotta be honest, folks, I really need to get all this time travel stuff figured out. But, you know, nobody said it was easy. We're following on. 
I'm following Finn's commands. His barks indicate left, right, or straight ahead. Ripped. Oh, ah, ow, ooh. Ooh, ooh, ah. Riding through thickets. Ow, ow, ooh. Thorns, thorns. Ow, ow, ow. Oh, thank God. We finally hit the road in blessed, smooth 1960s tarmac. Right, we've stopped now, and me and the kiddo locate the Mothman. He's soaring high. And, okay, yeah, now he's doing loop-de-loops. I think his confidence is growing. Right, I'm just going to trundle along here. There's no other cars around. The roads are empty here. And it is getting on to full dark. Right, just... Oh, hang on. Oh, he's stopped. He's fully stopped in mid-air. I'm just going to idle again for a bit. See what he does. Whoa! Okay. He's shot off in a westerly direction. I only know it's west because there's a compass on the bike. Otherwise, totally clueless about direction. Funny story, I once got lost in an impossible to get out of maze. Once made as a punishment for convicts and strangers. Long story, I'll tell you later. But by getting lost, I found my way out. <laughs> That's my inner compass, folks. Oh boy, he's getting away. Keep an eye on him, Finn. We're heading through a cornfield now. I hope there's no children in here. Yeah, oh, ow. Oh boy. Yeah, I just got a corn cob off the helmet. I think I see a gap up ahead, kiddo. Hold on to your paws. And hop. Man down again. Here we go. Ooh, that was fun. Holy monkeys. Still got me, man. Oh, right, there he is. I'm looking up at Bertie. He's slowed down now and losing altitude. It's only then... Whoa! I don't know how I missed it, folks, but there's a gigantic barn. Blazing with lights. There's writing on the side. M.I.B. Farming Equipment. Oh, wow, okay, so the, that must be the men in black. This is getting interesting. A section at one end of the barn opens smoothly. It's halfway up. It clicks out to become a small landing platform. Okay. I watch as Bertie swoops down and... and misses. Oh, I feel for the guy, I really do. He's like a fragile baby sparrow, but one whose parents didn't like him that much, so they just shoved him out before he was ready. Here he goes again, folks. Take it, Bertie. That's it. You have the ball. Roger, he has the ball. Goose! No! Sorry about that. Top Gun flashback. And he's... Down. Good lad, Bertie. He shuffles inside. The platform's raising back into place. Yeah, it's clicked back in now. I need to get a closer look at this, folks. And that's what I'm going to do, and I'll let you know all about it. Next week, in part two of Mirths and Monsters, The Mothman. That's it for this week, folks. 
If you could just hang fire after the music, I've just got a couple of things to let you know about. Won't take too much of your time. It'd be good of you if you could stick around just a little longer. Speak to you in Okay folks, me again. So, this is part one of the Mothman. Part two will be with you next Monday. Right, I've just got a couple of things to announce. One of which is I now have a Patreon page. Um, A lot of people have been asking for it because it's easier for them. So it's just www.patreon.com forward slash Mercy Monsters. Um, I still have the Podbean page as well. But now we have a Patreon one, <clears throat> which brings me to thanking the newest patrons who actually signed up the first 24 hours of the Patreon page. So I want to give a huge, huge, huge thank you to Valerie AB, and you can tell by her surname that she's very rare. Also, Erica Kelly, the host of Southern Fried True Crime, which is a fantastic podcast, by the way. It's just amazing. Lainey Hobbs of True Crime Fan Club, but that's not why I was playing her promo. She's just excellent. Also, M. Cohen, who uh, is a very talented lady as well, actually. (laughs) She's pledged as well. Uh, Moms of Murder have pledged also, which is fantastic. Um, So, yeah, thank you so much to all of you and all the current patrons as well. You will all be getting a wee gift um, because I've been made a bit of a mess up with the patron thing, so I'll be giving you an additional little gift uh, to you all to make up for that. You can find me at the usual places. I'm on the Twitter at Mirths and Monsters. I'm on Instagram at Mirths and Monsters Pod. Yes, I'm on Facebook. There's a Facebook group and there's a Facebook page. So it's just the Mirths and Monsters page, and then the group is Mirths and Monsters Group, aka. Finn's fan club so if you'd love to join us well I would love you to join us uh, all you need to do is like the page uh, request to join the group we'll get you right in there's a lot of pet pictures folk have a really good time there are some really talented folk in there as well really friendly everybody gets on it's a lot of fun basically it makes it's just it's so much fun and I think that is everything from me so Till next time, my amazing Murthers. Daddy Fling. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.